0: The Death Star. That thing's operational. Dr. Banner. Now might be a really good time for you to get angry. That's my secret, Captain. I'm always angry. Hello, and welcome to episode 15 of the usual podcast, the podcast where we discuss Star Wars The Old Republic, the Star Wars franchise, and geek and pop culture. I'm your host, Marshall, and with me is my co-host, Will. Say hello, dude. Hey, everybody. And happy Star Wars Day, right? Happy Star Wars Day. May the fourth be with you, my friend. (laughs) And same to you. I thought we had to record today. We almost didn't. But I was like, well, I mean. It's our duty. (laughs) It's our duty. (laughs) I said duty. (laughs) Yeah, you did. All right, man. And we're just sitting here enjoying our usual frosty beverage. What do you got this week? This week, I have a Pepsi. Seriously? Seriously. You know,
1: although, you know, if I finish this, uh, I'm going to bust out a uh, Snapple Kiwi Strawberry.
0: Mmm. Wow, dude. Live on the edge, buddy. All right. I <laughs> just got to give you crap. I'm going to send you some good beer soon. I'm going to. I keep saying that, but I'm going to. Yeah, I'm just I'm just waiting until when we get together for Comic-Con and uh, we just bust oh. out a bottle of Kraken. Oh, that's going to be good. Nice big bottle of rum. Oh, that's going to be a... That's going to be an interesting podcast. I'm more looking forward you to
1: know, it. You we, know, we just need to get a camel pack and fill it up
0: with bottles of Kraken. And... <laughs> and then anybody that runs into us, they're like, you're the usual podcast guys, right? And we'll be like, well, I don't even, uh, it'll be a mess. Uh, here, here's your frosty beverage. <laughs> yeah, we have, here, you want a sip? <laughs> All right, man. Uh, this week, I am drinking West Coast IPA from Green Flash Brewing Company, as suggested. I've been trying to get a San Diego brew up in here. Um, uh, Chinook on Twitter, you know, we've been talking beer last few weeks, and, and he's like, they've got to have that one up there. And they did. And so I picked it up. I like this IPA. I've had it in San Diego, and now I'm having it really far away from San Diego. It's a good, it's a good IPA. So Sweet. thank you, yeah, Chinook, I'm, again. Yeah, I'm looking uh, looking
1: forward to Comic-Con when we can get down there and uh, hit up some breweries and have a good time. I was
0: thinking, and I was thinking, since we don't have... You don't have badges for every day, and we'll we'll kind of be in and out of the con a little bit, but we'll be doing a lot of offsite stuff. I just thought, you know, step out and go have lunch at a brewery and try some brews. That'd be sweet. So. Absolutely. Of course, we'll be hitting up Nerd HQ and all that fun stuff so too. But oh yeah, I think we should. We're gonna do an offsite thing soon. and Figure out once we get more announcements of offsite stuff. But that's my idea. I just told you right now. But that's my idea. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You're in, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, you got you, gotta, you know, people, and this is really showing the depth, the in depth uh, coverage of our uh, our planning. So it's like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, let's just let's just talk about crap, and uh, yeah, let's do it.
0: <laughs> when we get down there, the plan will change, of and course. Uh, we'll spend the whole day at Geek and Sundry uh, taking shots, and you know, and waiting
1: a day, yeah, and waiting for <laughs> uh, you know Hollywood Bevel. Yeah,
0: there we go. Awesome. Which okay, yeah. I'm
1: sorry, I'm just going to interject a little story today that that you okay. already know we talked about a little bit ago, but. Uh, you know, I've been going through Hollywood Babylon withdrawals for the last couple of weeks because you know they had a messed up show, but they haven't had anything new for a couple of weeks. So this morning, I I tweet Kevin Smith and say, uh, "Kevin Smith, I'm going through uh, uh, Hollywood Babylon withdrawals. I can't wait to see you and, and Ralph Garman in San Diego Comic Con." And then uh, all of a sudden, like literally twenty minutes later, he posts
0: a home <laughs> show about uh, Avengers, and I'm like, "Awesome." <laughs> yeah, no, I've listened to a few minutes of it, man. I didn't want to read, I didn't want to, we'll talk Avengers later, I didn't want to talk, uh, you know, listen to too many things or read anything about Avengers, mostly because I want to talk about it with you first, but it's, I'm, I'm excited to talk about that movie, dude, we saw the movie. Yeah, yeah. we'll be talking
1: about that down in our, our pop culture section, so.
0: Yeah, that's, that. that's for later. Alright, so before we get off too much of a tangent, let's get our contact stuff out of the way and our sponsors, and then we roll into Tour Land. Ready. Ready. All right, so if you have comments or questions or want to read the blogs discussed on the show, you can find us at theusualpodcast.com, email us at, at com, and find us on Facebook, Google Plus, Pinterest, Instagram and SWOTOR network. You can reach me at Darth Pops on Twitter and we'll can be found at I am Will Griggs. We're on iTunes and Stitcher Radio, so of course take the time to give us positive ratings or negative ones. I'm not picky at this point. Just can I get a rating? I know I want you know I'm waiting for us to get five ratings. You know
1: that's okay. Dear dear listeners... Tangent? tangent? Yeah, a little, little <laughs> bit of a tangent. Dear listeners, your assignment for this week, if you choose to accept it, is to make it so we have five reviews on iTunes so we can see what people say. <laughs> yeah. Talk smack for all I care. Just Seriously, yeah. Every. Give zero stars. I don't care. I just want to be able to, <laughs> to get an actual rating oh. average on there. Yeah.
0: Yeah. All right. Accept the challenge. Okay. So... As always, we'll put the timestamps in the show notes for our non sotor fans. We are going to start the show with Star Wars: The Old Republic, and we have a lot to talk about this week. Uh, so strap in for that. Uh, so please give it, please give us feedback on Twitter. Leave us the comments on Facebook or on a website if you have suggestions on how you want us to change it because we will we will shift and move as as appropriate. All right, so we have uh, audible.com, audibletrial.com slash usual podcast, and dude, I couldn't put I couldn't stop listening. I finished Lords of the Sith already. <laughs> <laughs> That's really so, funny. Yeah, my, I, I, wait. Hold on. My suggestion: thirty day free trial with our link. You can get a credit for a free book. If you're a Star Wars fan, a Solo tour fan, if you're if you like good writing and a good story and a fun ride, download Lords of the Sith. You'll absolutely love it. It's amazing. It's I awesome.
1: am. Uh, I'm, I'm also going to suggest Lords of the Sith. Although I've been uh, battling a, a head cold and a cough and everything for about a week, and so uh, I was. I, I'll tell you this: I took a couple sleeping pills on Friday night, and I slept 19 hours. That just shows That's a lot how. Of hours. Yeah, it was a lot of hours. I woke up at seven o'clock, and I'm like, "Oh, dude, I slept seven hours." I'm like, "Nope, 17 or 19." <laughs> and so, uh, but I, that day I tried starting to listen to the uh, to the book, and I got about halfway through the chat the first chapter, and I'm like, first of all, the opening description of Vader is epic." Oh yeah. And I fell asleep. So nothing against the book yeah. or the reading; it's just my medication was not letting me stay That's up. So I'm going to start exactly. uh, getting gung-ho into that this week. But that is my
0: recommendation for this week as well. Oh, yeah. It's a good one. So if you want a free book of any kind, I mean, use it for one that's like 40 hours, like Game of Thrones or something. You know, 30-day free trial, audibletrial.com slash usualpodcast. And uh, you can become a patron patron as well. Uh, you can do a dollar, $2 an episode. We'll give you a shout-out on the show, give you an Anaheim Mount Code. I'm sure you have one already. Or we'll give you one or two cartel packs. Maybe just two anyway because... David is still standing alone. Thank you, David. Since a don't, real quick, sta- don't let David stand alone. Sorry to interject, <laughs> but since we were talking about books here a little bit really quick, I did see something
1: yep. online today, and I don't know if it was a, a, just a May the 4th special, but it might be going on all week. But um, all places that are selling the e-book version, not audiobook, but e-book versions of uh, John Jackson Miller's A New Dawn is selling it for $1.99. Hmm. So Crazy. if you're
0: looking at uh something else that's a new canon, check that out. Sweet. Nice. All right, and so what else goes with along with uh Patreon? We'll send you all these things, cartel packs, whatever. Uh, make sure you give us your server faction um and uh and your name. In game name. Uh still waiting to hear from David, dude. If you don't want the stuff, that's cool, but I'm I wanna give it to you, man. I want to let you have it. <laughs> But anyway, uh, David, I sent you a message, so we want to send you the stuff, man. So let us know. Thanks again for being a patron of the show. Help us help you. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. (laughs) All right. Ready? Ready. tour section. Oh, boy. We have a lot of stuff this week, dude. Um, Most of it has to do with 3.2 dropping. Um, A little bit of drama here and there. Uh, Let's just start off with our weeks in game. What did you do this week? Um, I, you know, I played this
1: little, you know, new planet called Ziost, and, you know... Some I, little thing. Yeah, yeah, some little thing. <laughs> um, I did that with, uh, my two mains, my, uh, Sniper and my Bounty Hunter, and I enjoyed that. I got it to the, uh, you know, the part where it stopped until today, and, uh, so I'm gonna right. be playing some of that tonight. Um, I've also, uh, for rep, I finally maxed out Oricon, so Oricon is maxed yes. out, and now I'm, uh, working on finishing up Section X. And so I only have two non-cartel pack, non-event uh, reps to to get to Legend status, and that's Section X and Quad Drive Yards. Nice, man. Yeah. Look at you.
0: Yep. So uh, I'm, finally, I'm finally working on rep, which is good. I'm busting that out. Yeah, I need to do that too. Uh, yeah, no, I basically just explored 3.2. I played a little bit uh, right when everything dropped uh, for a few days, and I was out of town most of the weekend, but... Uh, I finished the story on my Assassin main and my smuggler, um, so I want to get, uh, you know, the pub side and the M side. It's pretty much the same. I mean, you know, little, little minor differences, but, um, again, I, the, but most, I think the only bummer part about this whole thing is I only, I realized I only have two tunes that have finished the Shadow of Revan storyline, and it's my Assassin and my damn smuggler. The rest, I'm like partway through Rishi, or I got them to 60... Some other random way and never finish the stupid story like I thought I did. So I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna get through, you know, five, six tunes." No. Yeah, I go. think I've got three
1: or four tunes that are done with uh, with Shadow of Revan, but I uh, I'm the same way. I've got a couple that are stuck back on Rishi, um, but most of them are done with Rishi. So
0: you know, that'll be something I need to do the next couple of weeks too. Sweet. Yeah, and. I don't know. We'll talk about a lot of this other stuff uh, in a little bit. Um, some confusion on my side as far as... Uh, I guess we might as well talk about it now. We'll just kind of lead into the news here. But um, one of the things that I thought was coming with 3.2 was Zyos. Only because they were talking about the Cantina. Um, they talked about on the live stream. Um, the Zyos uh, stronghold. You mean Not Zyost. Yavin. Yavin. Why did I write Zyos? The Yavin stronghold. I'm very confused. I thought it was coming. I assumed it was coming. Yeah, you and know, I guess they never actually said it was, but it's not here. No, in
1: hindsight, I think I remember them saying it's just sometime this year, mm. and uh, I'm I just have a feeling it's going to be June fifteenth with the Fallen Empire stuff.
0: Yeah, that's a good guess. I was I don't know I like I was telling you before we recorded I I almost deleted my uh, one of my strongholds my Coruscant one because that was the one I had planned to delete when that showed up and I was all excited I was like oh I'm gonna get Yavin four and. And uh, maybe I need to delete one because I have four, and I'm glad I didn't because it's
1: not here. Yeah, so. I uh, I just have the three, so uh, I'll I have room for it because I never purchased the Tatooine one. So yeah, I'm excited.
0: Well, yeah, man, and you know when it comes, it comes. But uh the other thing I did, let's see, I, I just need to get new some more alts through Shadow of Revan. Once I finish um, all the new stuff that just started today, I'm going to go back and finish that up. And do some twelve times XP, which we'll talk more about uh, a little bit later too. So cool uh, news. Yeah. All right, let's start it off. So, um, as with uh, we've said before, there were a bunch of mounts and vehicles. There's a we'll put a link in the show notes for all this stuff. But mounts and vehicles that were converted to adaptive with three point two. Remember, they said you know all the ones that were by default a certain speed. All those got changed. There's a nice list on there. Let's see, three point two patch notes. The only things I pulled out really were um, just a couple things, just to kind of. Well, we already talked about Zyost. Um and I'm kind of bummed it has to be level sixty, and you have to have completed Shadow Revan, which it makes sense because it is a continuation. Yeah, but as I said, only two. <laughs> <laughs> uh let's see so and the new feature the outfit designer which we'll kind of talk about more later about what we like what we don't like but that that started i messed around with it a little bit um we'll talk about it uh in our in our discussion topic i think but of course that's part of 3.2 it seems to be working fine i I haven't seen any bugs there's a couple issues i have with it but we can kind of talk about that a little bit later um ranked arena season four ended season five started that was straightforward which we already talked about and this is what I didn't realize: the uh, relics of the Gree. the Gree are coming back. I'm excited. Which I'm excited about because I kind of half-assed it the last time I was here. Oh, totally. <laughs> yeah, you and I got lost going into
1: the wrong door, going up into, <laughs> and, the, and I remember the last time there was when I finally discovered there's
0: a big ship up in, up in the air. Yeah, the big ass ship, the the, <laughs> the gray secret. Yeah, there's never, a giant ship in the sky, sir. Yeah, I never realized <laughs> that.
1: So uh, that was really funny. But uh, I'm hoping to get my uh, my section X. Uh, I rep done them because
0: then I can focus on greed. Yep, totally. And I'm I want to max that out too. I want to get some more of the tokens, um, I want to get some more of the armor and stuff like that. Um that will be out next week, May 12th through the 19th. So I'm looking forward to that. And then Bounty Contract is coming back again, which I probably won't do again, but that's the week after, 19th through the 26th. So Sweet. two things I didn't know were coming, but they are. So there we go. Sweet. Um one of the threads that was going that that kind of was um a lot of these things we're going to say today kind of were ongoing, which I thought were, was interesting, um, but we'll get to that in a minute. Uh, 12 times XP, people were asking how long it was going to be for. So last Monday, a week ago, um, Eric, came, Eric Musco came out and said, Epic story XP boost applies to class missions in the core game, and then the main critical path storyline of Rise of the Hut cartel. We're not putting the epic story boost for Shadow of Revan, 55 to 60, since it was already designed to be a much more streamlined and faster leveling experience. Uh, to your specific question, I believe that any experience you would earn is what is magnified. For example, if a mission is to, is showed great to you, then you would get very little uh, times twelve. Uh, yeah, it makes sense. You yeah. you will want the missions to be green. So I was actually a little surprised, but then as I was listening to some other folks in the community talk about this, um, I guess it makes sense. How do you feel about it not extending to Rise of the Hunt cards? I mean, uh, Shadow of Revan? Uh, I'm actually totally cool with that because
1: with Shadow of Revan combined with the Forged Alliances, it, it's almost impossible not to level up from from uh, 50 to 55 with that anyways. So, it's, yeah, yeah it's, it's, or uh, not 50, 55 to 60. So, it's, it's almost stupid to complain about it. Plus, with the
0: 12 XP you're going to get in the main story up until that point, you're going to hit it early anyways. So... That's a good point. And, and and by the time you're done with McKeb, I mean, if you're really using the 12 XP boost the whole time with the boosters and everything else going, Legacy, you'll probably be pretty close. And I was just thinking it'd be nice uh, that my tunes that are like 58, I have a couple tunes that are like 57, 58 that are done with McKeb You know, it'd be nice to just not have to worry about Going through Forge Alliances again, you know, and just skip right to Rishi, bust through that, do the do the main quest, and then and then pop to sixty. But that you know that was just me. I mean, yeah, I mean, me. if
1: you're already at fifty seven or fifty eight, and even if you do skip Forge Alliances, you just go straight to Rishi. You're, I mean, if you you're gonna have to do Rishi and Yavin anyways to be able to get to Zios, so you're gonna that's true. In those two planets, you're gonna level up those two three levels anyways. You know me, man. I just like everything to be twelve XP. Yes, at all I do realize, <laughs> but I mean, I, with me when I was, you know, when I was taking everything when Shadow of Revan dropped and you know we were going to sixty, you know, and I started doing the Forged Alliances, I was hitting sixty halfway through Rishi, anyways. Oh, for sure. Yeah, so exactly. yeah, I mean, it's it's I, like they said, it's already designed to maximize uh, experience in those planets anyway, so I
0: wouldn't worry too much about it. And the next thing that came up, what are the specifics of the Epic Story Boost? And now this was something that. I think a lot some of the community members got confused about um, so Eric came out and he said great question I thought it might be a good idea to spell out some of the improvements that are part of the epic uh, story XP boost a lot of these changes can be found in the 3.2 patch notes and so he's going he gave a bulleted list so the one thing is epic story XP boost applies to class missions of each of the class in the core game and Rise of the Hut Cartel and applies to the main story for each faction each class mission now rewards far more basic comms than before which is a great way to to stay geared as you level, which is one of my beefs from before, 12 XP from before, which I'm stoked that they kind of fixed this a little bit. Yeah. And um, there's been a ton of improvements to make travel easier, which we talked about. Um, And he kind of continues with this list. And he kind of pulls the patch notes that are relevant to Epic Story Boost. Um, I'm going to run through just a few of them here. It says, All class missions that previously rewarded one or two basic comms now reward eight basic comms. That's kind of a big, big jump. That is a big jump, um, but with uh, you know the, the the classic comms are being used
1: uh, in conjunction with the uh, the uh, the whatever tokens
0: you get on exactly zios. yeah so mm-hmm. you have
1: to use basic comms in conjunction with the zios tokens to be able to get it so they need to to be able to up the way to earn the the basic comms because if you're using it for basic gear plus you know whatever mounts and stuff you're buying with the the zios stuff you're gonna need a higher quantity. Exactly,
0: so that's a good change um, And it also says planetary modification And equipment vendors have gone through a large rework The vendor stocks have been Adjusted to have better variety of modifications At lower accommodation costs Which is cool In addition, the title, title of the NPC has been changed To reflect the level of the item they sell We kind of talked about this in the past But um, this is kind of a quality of life Slash, um, you know Helping out, again Not as It doesn't cost as much And uh, you'll be able to get your gear So I think right. that's good we talked about the taxi, des- this is some of the travel stuff. Taxi destinations um, are available to all players. Quick travel, buying points, once you're close, it pops out and you and you get it. You don't have to touch it anymore if you forget about it, as we've talked about. Um, I love the cooldown changes. I'm just going to run through them without reading them all real quick. Quick travel, um, free to play and preferred is now down to 26 minutes. But, um, oh, it says, wait, subscribers and preferred players is down to six. Free to play is 26 but with the legacy stuff, it's zero, essentially. Right. So, which is which is awesome. And, uh, the cooldown on the emergency fleet pass ability has been reduced. Uh, subscribers and preferred players, the cooldown is now ninety minutes, and free to play, it's one eighty. But again, that'll be down to zero if you have the legacy stuff. So, I'm I'm down with this, man. I'm I'm excited to kind of see how all this plays out over the next few months when we have twelve XP. I just think it's gonna. Like I said, I have a couple tunes i'm ready to get I'm ready to power them through, so yeah I've somehow. already
1: been in, enjoying these uh the the passes uh markdown because uh you know as soon as three point two hit and I was going around zast i've all, like i said I've also been working on rep on on daily quests, and so you know it's easy to just hit you know section x and then uh yavin
0: and then you know back to my stronghold over to fleet and
1: mm-hmm. you know
0: without the cooldowns it's just making everything so much faster totally, and then there was another post that uh somebody was asking. You know, are the travel perks? Are they going to go away with Epic Story Boost when it finally goes away um, in the fall? I guess, and uh, the travel perks are permanent, so don't have to worry about that. Yeah, I, I think it would be stupid if they got rid of them because they're hyping them up as as
1: you know, this is a major change, whereas opposed to the the boost is
0: it's a boost, it's not a permanent change in XP. So exactly. But again, and some of the community has been kind of saying this, and. We've been saying this since our episode one. I mean, I think it just still needs to be a Legacy 50 perk. When it goes away, 12 times XP should be a Legacy 50 perk. And BioWare, we've all been saying it. I've been saying it. Wrote a blog post about it. Just make it happen, dude. Just come on.
1: That's all I ask for.
0: I don't <laughs> ask for a lot. And Legacy datacrons, for God's sake. I've been asking you that for the last five cantinas. Okay. Am I angry? Wow. I shouldn't be angry.
1: <laughs> okay. What, 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 Let's move on. I will, I will say <laughs> this, and this does have
0: some relevance. What is the one thing I'm asking for, Marshall? Um, something about stacking something on top of a thing. Stackable gear. <laughs> Just messing. And with you. somebody is finally
1: <laughs> on my bandwagon with this.
0: I know. I heard those guys talking about it. That was Thank sweet.
1: you, Chuck and Brian from Bad Feeling <laughs> Podcast, for finally getting in on this. Okay, I'm not the only one. You know, arguing for stackable gear
0: uh, for saving room in in, in uh, cargo bays. I like their idea though. Um, that idea of when we'll kind of, we can kind of talk about this with the outfit designer, but you know how you get, you know, you have 1 through 16 different appearances. Like, maybe the, all of the stuff in that one appearance could be in a box. You know, like I was saying, I just want to put something, I just want to put it back in the box. I took it out of a box and then put it back in the box. Exactly.
1: Right? Yeah, and, you know, I just think you could do that with any any gear. This is just my own own thing is, like, you should be able to do it with any gear set. and right. whether I mean, because even with greens, there is a specific set of those greens. And for those exactly. that are, you know, RPers or completists, you know, you kind of want it all, right? And so... Yeah. We all want it all, buddy. Exactly. And the the, <laughs> the reason why I was coming up with the closet idea is because it makes something for the stronghold that's, one, decorative. So it's better for the RPers anyways. But it's also exactly. putting more uh, units back into the economy that we would have to purchase through universal prefabs or whatever. It just it increases their totally.
0: stronghold economy they're trying to boost. So... It's something I was trying to help. Switch
1: Okay, tangent.
0: Let's go into the next thing. <laughs> no, I hear you. We, we've been talking about that for a few weeks, so BioWare's been listening, right? Because of course they listen to us, right? Of course they do. But I'm just right? happy.
1: I'm just happy. Chuck and Brian are on board now.
0: Yeah. Welcome, boys. All right. So uh, let's see. Sixth line, part two. I did not finish part one. I have not read part two yet. Maybe we'll talk about it next week. I'm excited about this piece. Um, from what I hear, it's very good. I just for some reason forgot about it. It's in the show notes, though. Yeah, like I said, I've been sick this
1: week, so I just have not read anything. But it's on my list to
0: read this weekend. So, and I always love the story blogs. So I'm gonna, I'm definitely checking. Yeah, out. they're we'll they're, they're
1: it very week. entertaining. So if it's Courtney still writing them, uh, good job, good on you. From what I understand,
0: it is her. So cool. good. And even if they're not, whoever the writer is, good on you. Exactly. Okay, here's the big drama of the week. And this carried over from last week, uh, about Wednesday. This was the day after the patch went live, uh, till you know, Friday, and then it kind of leaked, and there was a little bit about it today, so this is interesting. The post is called, So Bioware, about people bypassing the locked part on Zyos to fight the, uh, the Operation Boss, etc. So, obviously, if you have been in Zyost, there's you can only go so far in the story. We were told on May 4th, that, that rest of that would open up there'd be a couple bosses, and he did come out and say what was going to be available uh, you know there's going to be a layer boss there's going to be an operation boss, and there's going to be a daily area so I thought that was cool i'm excited to check all that out yep um, but apparently there was some exploiting going on, so this is the first thing from Eric on Wednesday uh, He said one of the things we tried to be clear about with the ravagers that was the exploiting from a while back is that we are seriously serious about handling exploits with that exploit the ravagers were uh, We're open about our process and the action that uh, we were taking. For this issue, with Zios, we are going to do the same. If a player is bypassing the environment to access an area they should not be able to, and then killing a boss to get loot they should not have access to, we absolutely consider this an exploit. We are investigating this issue right now, and we'll be actioning any player who participates or has participated in the exploit. If you ever hear of or find out find something that can be exploited, do not test it yourself. And it goes back to that whole thing of like, let us know um, instead of doing it yourself. And then it says, we would also like to thank those of you who did not exploit and who have brought this to our attention. Our goal is to always be uh, create a safe and fair environment for our players.
1: Okay, before you go on to the next part here, I mean, we all know, you know, my opinion on exploits is, you know, I just don't do them. I'll get to the, the content eventually, you know, it's no no skin off my nose, but... You know, I'm just kind of curious what were they doing? I mean, how were they bypassing the locked area?
0: Um, it's not all the way clear. If I if I I've kind of been piecing it together a little bit and I don't I didn't dive on the forums or go to Reddit or anything. From what I kind of understand, I think what they were using was that cool little speeder you put together during the Xyos storyline. Right, that has the boost. With the boost and stuff, and I think they were using that to like get through a piece of the environment on the other side of what was blocked. Interesting. And and then since, you know, we didn't have to patch anything today, it's already all there. It's just locked to us till today. Right. And so I think they were getting past it, being the boss and stuff. And, of course, how easy is it for them to figure out who did it? Uh, <laughs> They're like, well, all they have to do is do a search for who has the gear they shouldn't. Exactly. <laughs> so, um, and that's that's kind of my understanding of it. Um, and I don't know, again, if that's exactly how they were doing it, but that's, that's basically the deal. They bypass the environment somehow got to the locked area, did the content, right? right, and got the rewards. So later that day, Eric posted the punishment that they plan on doing for the uh, exploits. And then you can see this is kind of increasing a little bit um, with their seriousness, which I love. He says, as I mentioned earlier this morning, we, are, we very quickly isolated what the exploit entailed and began an investigation into players who have participated. As of now, we have identified those unique accounts which have gone into the blocked-off area of Ziost and killed one of the two bosses present. For each of these players, they receive a minimum of the following. So this is very similar to the Ravagers thing, but this is what they were going to do as a minimum. Multiple day suspension, removal of all gear earned through defeating those bosses, removal of the achievements earned through defeating the bosses, reduction in elite and ultimate comms, and those are the minimums, right? And so he says we'll continue to monitor the blocked off area through Monday, May the 4th, which... When it opens uh, officially, any player, I love this part, any player who is found to participate in this exploit beyond today's notice will likely receive more aggressive action. Thank you all for bringing this to our attention. So, that was Wednesday, that's a day after the exploit, or a day after the, uh, the patch. There's no, I mean, other than
1: saying first, which is, you know, like those people that get on message boards and say first, you know, it, just, it drives yeah. me nuts. You know, you're not gaining anything else because anything you're gaining, you know, meaning the loot, the gear, the achievements, and all that stuff, you're losing. Right. right. Your multiple day suspension could theoretically last past today, say, mm-hmm. or and so they're going to actually end up not being first on the content because they're going to be able to they're going to do it afterwards. Plus, they're losing a reduction in in elite and ultimate comms, so they're actually losing stuff. And the only way that I think this benefits them is if they're saying, say, taking a video grab of the, the
0: content while we're there and posting it to YouTube or something, which is what I can understand. Right. But Yeah, it's and it's one thing to try to report something or be like, well, this is what's coming. But we have data miners and stuff now that can do that, you know, I mean, and and they post that stuff all the time. So I don't, honestly, I think people were just kind of testing Bioware a little bit. Yeah. And they're saying, look. Last time we got a slap on the wrist. This time, uh, whatever I know, they, and they have to know they're not supposed to be over there. Exactly. But they're probably like, "Well, we'll see what they do." Yeah. And and like I said, this continues. So or, on you know, Thursday, yes.
1: Just silly me. How about you know wait for the content and enjoy it.
0: Well, that's the easy way to do it, buddy. Well, not, that's not that's e- the but, way it's designed. Yeah, not easy because I'm <laughs> you know currently waiting for December 18th. <laughs> yeah, we're all waiting for that. <laughs> Alright, man. So, Thursday, I thought this was interesting, too. I wanted to give you an update on this. And this is Eric again, on Thursday. Next day after all that stuff. I wanted to give you an update on Zios' exploit as was discovered. As mentioned in my post yesterday, we took action against those players who participated and are continuing to monitor for additional players through May 4th. In doing so, we have discovered more players who were exploiting last night. This is after he made the post. In like, in defense of these people, yeah. not
1: everyone... I don't read the forums. So honestly, I didn't even know that this whole thing was going on until you
0: told me before we came on the air tonight. And I only saw it because I don't read the forums, but I follow the dev tracker every day. So anytime the devs post, that's where I see this stuff. And again, if they're not posting it on social media, which they probably wouldn't because it's an exploit... Um, if they're not posting it, you know, putting it anywhere outside of the website, I get that. People are like, you know, and from what I do here, it got a little worse. People are like charging other players to warp them there and stuff like that. Okay, and, that's just stupid. Um, yeah, so it gets it gets pretty interesting. But um, So anyway, uh, to continue this, he says, Since we had previously expressed that participation was considered an exploit, we are going to be increasing the action taken against these players. These players will all receive a minimum of a one-week suspension. Along with the other actions we listed yesterday, to reiterate, we will continue to monitor these this issue through the morning of May the fourth, which is today, when the arena and the area goes live. Action will be continue will continue against players who participate in this exploit. Thank you again for helping. You want to hear the best part about this?
1: Well, what I love is like like I just said. You know, this is Thursday now. They got a one uh-huh. week suspension. It's now past the actual release date.
0: Exactly. This is so, what cracks me up. Yeah. So Thursday, if they got that week suspension, they wouldn't have it for two more day Three more days. Today's Monday. Content's out. <laughs> yeah. I love this part. This is the the kind of the continuation here. Um, this is on Friday. Um, I wanted to pass on one more update before we go to the weekend. In looking at our data, since we actioned players yesterday for exploiting, we have had no additional players exploit since then. It's a great sign that for the time being, the use to exploit has been completely stopped. We'll continue to monitor through the weekend, and then today. Uh, somebody asked, hey, uh, can we get an update on what was going on? Did anybody do it over the weekend? Because, I mean, people have been following this now, right? Yeah. Is anybody still that stupid, right? And it says, excellent request. I am happy to report that throughout the whole weekend, we had exactly zero new exploiters. We really can't express how happy we are to see that all of our players continue to play fair without the use of an exploit. In the future, it will continue to be our goal to respond to and act quickly to, quickly to curb any of... Curb use of any exploit. Special thank you to all of you who avoided this issue, and everyone who reported this to us privately. Um, get back to leveling. So, I thought that was cool. Yeah, it it just shows
1: that they're. What I like is it's not being ignored. And mm. since the last exploit, they any exploit they're taking seriously now, and they're they're uh, being uh, transparent in their responsibilities with it.
0: Yeah, and and I think this is kind of the moment where exploiters, people that are just trying to gain something for little are really going to start to be like, well, they are going to do something about it. Now I guess I better find something else to do. Yeah. And I, and I, and I think that's important for the rest of us who actually don't mind waiting. I didn't want to wait till today. I mean, I mean, but I mean, what am I going to do? Right. (laughs) Yeah. I I
1: think it's just come down to the kids have
0: tested the babysitter and now they know what's up. And so, so now they'll just follow the rules for the most part. Cool. Yeah. I think you're right. And this is kind of a backwards, um, I'm kind of backtracking a little bit. I did that whole story, but what we get today, uh, this is May the 4th, as of this morning, we're getting a new area of Zyost, new daily quest, new layer boss, and a new world boss. Um, and so this is kind of the, and, and what I wanted to ask you this, the ending cinematics for the Rise of the Emperor storyline from Game Update 3.2, do you think there's going to be no more... We haven't played it yet. This is Monday, and by the time you listen to this, we would have played it. I'm just curious, the way this is worded is that we're going to get an ending cinematic for The Rise of the Emperor, not another quest. No, I think, it, well, it, it, it already says that it unlocks the dailies area, right? And mm-hmm. as we know
1: from Rishi and Yavin and all the other daily areas, is it's part of the original storyline your first time through it. And then it unlocks the dailies. So it'll tell the story while we go through the dailies the first time. Mm-hmm. And then you get to the end cinematic. Because, you know, it's just like on Yavin. Okay. When you go through all the dailies, then you end up battling Revan at the end of it. And now the Revan is the weekly. You know what I mean? So I'm guessing it's going to be the same sort of format.
0: I think, I hope you're right. I, I, that sounds about right. Yeah, I mean, um, if it just... yeah,
1: if, they, if it's just that they made us wait these this extra week, <laughs> and then we get in there and all it is is cinematic, I'm going to be a little upset with no more gameplay. With, yeah, no, uh, with, with no more story
0: gameplay, I should make. Or? Right, because we're getting dailies, but, you know, dailies now are click on the dude, box pops up, you don't read it, press accept, move right. on. So I'm hoping it's, I'm, I hope you're right, and, and, and if it is, yeah, I, I think you might be right, I'm, I gotta hope you're right, because I don't want just a cinematic after a week of waiting, so. Yep, I will. Because like I said, it only took me two hours, maybe a little more, to finish it on my main, um, it's not a whole lot of gameplay up until today, so, um... Yeah. I mean, it was really good. I really enjoyed the story. We'll talk about it more later, but...
1: Yeah, yeah, you know, I was gonna say something, but I'll wait until later when we talk about it more in depth, so...
0: Remember all that drama about the healing changes they were gonna do for Sorks and Sears? Yes. Um, so I thought this was really interesting last Thursday. And, the, and look, every podcaster... You know, every forum, everybody was all up in arms about what they what they coined as a you know, unnecessary change to healing classes, right? So John I don't I'm never saying I'm gonna say this right, am I? John Jaranowski. That's exactly how I would say it. Sweet. Uh we he he comes out and he says, We want to thank everyone who offered constructive feedback and, and contributed to discussions regarding improvements to the proposed changes. Your feedback is much appreciated as we move forward with future PTS updates. Remember this is on the PTS. Right. Uh, following internal review, we've decided to remove all of the proposed healing changes from 3.2.1. Wow. The, the, right? The goal of this update was to increase the burst healing healing of the healers while simultaneously balancing healing per second values uh, and resource management for healers. We are not completely satisfied with the present state of the healing changes and want to give the community more time to play with the changes and offer their feedback. So they're, they, back, they backpedaled, essentially. Yeah. They they go forward and they kind of say they're still going to include the revised Resolve system changes, Annihilation, watchman Rotation, and stuff like that, but the non-healer updates are going forward, but there was so much backlash from the healers, and I think that they just kind of felt it, and they're like, you know what, they're right. They, they know these classes inside and out, right? Yeah. So, I love they the, listen to their community.
1: I love the uh, the first sentence of John's statement here. It says, we want to thank everyone who offered constructive feedback and contributed to discussions. I'm like, yeah. In other words, they're saying, yeah, we heard all you guys bitching and complaining. <laughs> and we decided to uh, that you guys played every
0: day, so we know what you're doing. Yeah, you, uh, we're, we're, we're sorry. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we love you, Bioware. All right,
0: so I thought that was really interesting. I'm sure we'll hear more about that later in the week from the other guys, but... I think that's cool. I just think, you know, they realize what that they were messing up, and if if there's that many people coming out and saying no, you're wrong because of X, Y, and Z, might as well listen to them. Yeah, because I mean, honestly, this day. doesn't
1: impact me in the slightest because you know, I I don't heal in the slightest. I mean, all my to- I mean, all nine of my tunes are uh, are DPS. So mm. you know, I don't really mess around with with variety in that respect. And so, but I, I just like the
0: fact that they're responding to. To feedback so indeed i'm with you buddy all right so really quick uh season five update well alex modley came out and he said um, hello PvPers. peers season four has come to a glorious conclusion season five is underway we hope you've enjoyed the action and are looking forward to a new season to test your metal quick note to share about season five reward trailer it's not going to be posted this week we strive to have the teaser come out at the start of the next season but right now with everything that is going on with this spring we are in a bad, bit of a logjam, and unfortunately, the teaser blog will be coming out later in May. So they're just kind of postponing when they say, like, all the cool stuff that's going to happen with this season. And they've been saying they didn't want to do that, but it is what it is. So, um, And then the last thing, somebody, and they just kind of confirmed the black silver crystal will be will be a reward again in every season. So. Ooh, black silver sounds cool. Right? I think so. All right, let's see. Wind trading and trolls and weak ranked PvP. I thought this was kind of interesting. I'll just kind of mention it really quickly. People were kind of concerned about people who were, um, you know, win trading and stuff in ranked PVP. And Eric came out and said, as we've done before, I wanted to provide you an update on the status of win traders and trolls in ranked PVP for win traders. We made another pass at the very end of the season. And on Tuesday, we issued strong actions against win traders, um, including resetting their ratings so they would receive no rewards. So I, I think that's good that they kind of came out at the end of the season and basically said, "Okay, we made one more pass. you were still doing it. you're not going to get your rewards that you cheated to get right <laughs> um and they there's something on PvP trolls people who just kind of go in and don't do anything um they they said they've seen a steady decline um but that's a, a thing that's really difficult to kind of kind of deal with, but they're they're going to suspend suspend them and stuff like that too so it's good. Uh, details of the Grand Nightlife pack. Did you see this? I did not. Well, actually, I was looking through the show notes here, and I saw Grand Nightlife, and I'm like, all right, are they bringing back the, uh, the, the casino games? They're not bringing back the event, but I think that's what people are confused about. And so they kind of came out and said, we've seen some confusion about the Grand Nightlife pack, what it is, and why the cost is a bit more than you normally see in a cartel pack. Admittedly, we, have, we could have been a little bit more clear on the store tool tips. And we'll make sure that it's better in the future. So, what is the Nightlife Pack? It's basically all of the best items from the Star Cluster, Club Vertica, and Club Vertica Packs all in one place. And it's a ba- here's the basic idea of the items you'll find in the pack. I think this is cool, but it's expensive. Um, complete armor sets, the Tulak Horde Disciples armor set, for example. Um, and all armor set pieces are contained in a single lockbox, stackable armor guy. Armor guy. Um... And you do not need to get pieces individually. Yeah, this is as opposed, to like, like I said, I've been buying more
1: uh, more packs off the GTN, and, mm-hmm. you know, you get, like, two sets of gear, or not two sets of gear, two pieces of gear in a lockbox. And so I've just been right. storing those in my in my thing. I've never opened them up because I don't want to start taking up two spots for everything I have in there right now. So
0: I've got a bunch of those, too, and I think this is cool if, if you choose to, to go this route, to get that whole armor set in one box, I think is sick. Um, mounts, uh, you know, the Dathema raincore weapons, uh, color crystals, etc. Let's see, um, rest and recharge items um, will be there as well. But what you won't find are mini pets, titles, and emotes. Um, and as a last note, uh, this is how each part of the four-slot pack works. So one slot, a random, super rare or better... Slot 2, a random item. Slot 3, uh, a, fortuit- a fortuitous thats it. die kit. Um, these contain two random dies and have a change to chance to drop rare dies like Black Black, which is super rare and pricey. And slot 4, a minor or major XP boost. Um, and their general boost, not the specific ones, such as exploration and flashpoints. So they kind of say, as you can see, these packs are very special and that they provide you with a high chance to get some really great items. And that's the clarification. But is it worth the price? Did you look and see how much they were? I did not. How much are they? They're a lot. I don't remember the number, but it's really, it's a lot. I think it's like 1,000 cartel coins for a pack. Holy crap. Yeah, Aren't they normally like 280 I, I, or 270? Two like right. But you're almost, it looks like you're kind of guaranteed to get some of the stuff that was really rare back in the day. So Right. It may be worth it, but I'll see how much they pop up on the GTN once I start making some money again. So, um, but I'm sure they'll be pretty priced in the GTN too. And of course, there's PT three point two point one PTS uh, uh, class note change, you know, class changes. Um, and someone asking about which we won't talk about. We have the link in the show notes, but there's lots of class changes. And somebody was asking when does twelve times XP start and it's going to start today. It's already started. Awesome. So there we go. Yeah. Random Bioware news. I, I want to mention this real quick before we get into our brief discussion topic. Um, random Bioware news. So <laughs> I got an email the other day. So it says, thank you very much for your interest in the Shadow Realms Alpha Test. Remember that game? Shadow Realms? Yeah. <laughs> And uh, so I expressed interest in it, so I got this email. It said, we appreciate your support. We wanted to reach out to you to show our appreciation by offering you a thank you reward in Dragon Age Inquisition multiplayer. Please accept the Dragon Age, Dragon Age Inquisition Shadowed Chest with our thanks. So as of today, I can get these items, apparently, which I haven't done yet, but I think it's pretty cool. I, get a, um, I just go in here and I get a Shadowed Chest. Nice. So I'm stoked, dude. Yeah, I I love that game. I haven't put much time into it, but it's it's a beautiful game. I I really like the Dragon Age series, so um, I'm gonna check those out. So there we go. Awesome discussion topic. Let's let's get our impressions of Rise of the Emperor. You want to talk about the story? What'd you think? Um, I like the story, but more than that, I actually, you know, I know I've been hearing
1: on other podcasts and whatnot uh, complaining about. Um, the format i guess of what of the design right and i actually i dig it because i've always been one of those people where i like looking at every nook and cranny on something right Mm
0: -hmm. it's not very linear is what
1: they're saying exactly that's actually one like the first time i got on drum and cost right i was excited i was like i was falling off cliffs right and left because i was like pushing the (laughs) i was pushing the limits of of where you could go and stuff and that's actually how i found my first uh Datacron, that one to the left as you come off the, the, uh, the... Off the shuttle? Yeah, off the shuttle, and so I was like, mm-hmm. so I, I really kind of dug that, and so it was kind of cool, and so the, I went through the first time with my, with my sniper, and, um, I really enjoyed it, and, and, you know, what I really like is that it has, it shows up as, like, um, hidden achievements, right? But you need to get all of them to get the, the main achievement, and I realized I went through and I'm like, I missed one. And so, of course, when I went through with my bounty hunter, I was a little bit more careful and I found it. But it was just kind of cool that, you know, it's not all laid out, like, go from here to
0: go to there, go to there, go to... It's mm-hmm. just It was much more fun to, like, kind of have to look around for stuff. Yeah, and I, I kind of agree with that. Like, I didn't... Sometimes I like when everything's in the same area, but then I realize I'm like, oh, wait. I guess I got to go back over there and find this other thing. Okay, no worries. Like... The area is not that big. Um, the enemies aren't that difficult, and you need to kill them anyway. So exactly, and it's not it's and it's not, not big like big. they were
1: hidden. I mean, you go over and they saw the, right. the triangle above them, except for the one that I couldn't find. But that was in relation to having to kill a certain amount of people, but or certain oh, I know kind what of people. You're about. But you know, just because I happened to
0: not attack somebody in a certain area before, I went on to something else. Exactly. Um, overall, I dug the story though. Um, it was. You know, it was kinda of what I expected, but at the same time it was it was neat and I, I kinda didn't I don't mind anymore that the that the pub and M side are pretty much the same.
1: You know, I don't either I'm I'm really interested in the whole backstory of argument
0: between uh uh Theron Shan and uh Supreme Chancellor Suresh. That was interesting, and I'm hoping that comes to fruition a little bit, um in, in what we got starting today because Suresh seems pretty upset. Yes. She sends in all, all the ships, which we saw in the trailer, um, you know, from the live stream and stuff, and I thought that was cool, but, like, something else is going on there, and I'm, I'm intrigued by that. Yeah, um, there's definitely and, something and, going and on. And, again, the reason I like this game and why we, why we still play this game after three and a half years is because we love the story, you know, and we love Star Wars stories, and... and any intrigue or anything that we want to know about, hopefully we get answered. And I think it's it's been fun. Yeah, so. what I love
1: about it is for the entire history of the the three and a half years, or whatever the game so far, it's that it's been basically all the drama has been on the the imp side, and it's mm-hmm. the pubs that are trying to, to rule order. Well, now you got Lana Benica who and Darth Marr who are like being very, you know, stay the course. And it's all mm-hmm. all you know all going loose on the the
0: pub side, which is i'm totally i'm totally digging that, yeah, me too um I like uh yeah i what else did I like about this story? I don't know it just it flowed, it was quick, you know, it went from place to place, I like it was like in three stages, you know you' gotta go to three different areas, yeah, I
1: dug the uh, the um the agent that's that's working for Bonico and how it seems like he's playing both sides.
0: <laughs> Yeah, I dug that too, and I like how, you know, I don't want to spoil stuff, but yeah, I mean, I, I like how that kind of played out. I thought that was cool. Yeah. Um, let's see, what do you think of, and this is something that I've been waffling back and forth with, we've talked a lot about that a chunk of the story isn't going to be available till today. You know, we had a week without it. Uh, what do you think about this staggering of content? Do you? Does it matter... It, well, it doesn't. We've kind of already. You've kind of already predicted what you think it is. But are you? Were you bummed that you couldn't go any further? No, it doesn't really matter to me because I just went on
1: to a different tune and did it that way. True. If I was only playing one tune, I might be a little frustrated. But it's, you know, we're. It's what it's basically what I mean. It's kind of taken to the extreme, but it's basically what they've said they've gonna, they're going to be doing. You know, a, a you know year and a half ago is that they started staggering content. Instead of having major releases, like, twice a year, it's, like, content every six weeks. And now they're just, like, right. they're breaking it down even further.
0: Yeah, and I, I don't know. Part of me is okay with it, and the other part of me is, like, well, it was... I wish it was a little more clear, I guess, when I'm clicking on that thing. It's, like, check back later. Yeah, that like, was uh. that was a little weak. I mean... Yeah, it's like, don't tell me to check back later say, you know, the epic story will be continued on May the 4th or something. I don't know. Like, yeah. don't just say, like, here's this terminal, here's this green triangle on your map that you can do nothing with for a week. Yeah, they, they <laughs> should have definitely uh,
1: said, you know, you definitely give a little timeline on
0: it and not have it just be nothing. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so let's see, what else did we get? Uh, Alpha Designer. Thoughts? What do you think? Did you mess with it at um, all? I
1: did a little bit with my main. I um, I made it so I could... Uh, um, I unlocked, I think, three of them so I could put in a couple mm-hmm. of different uh, designs just to see how it worked and to, just to see the actual mechanics of it to see... you know, cause, So I just started like, running around and switching back and forth between costumes to see how, how functional it is, I guess. Mm-hmm. And uh, I really did like the functionality of it, but again, I would like to, like it to be where... You know, once I put it in there, being able to stack it all up into a single box.
0: Yeah, and and that aside, I I kind of used it as a weird, weird thing. So, okay, so you go through Xyost, right? right? And I was stoked that as you go through Xyost, you get 190 gear. Right? Yeah, I started seeing that. And that cool. I like my, yeah, and I liked my base gear, right? Right. Like what I looked like. And some of the gear was okay in the... So what I did was, rather than just dumping the gear completely, I took the mods out and I put it in my base gear, okay? All right. Um, and then what I did was I put the gear in one of the slots and then deleted it. So now I have, like, in my first slot, I have Ziost gear. So if I ever want to look like I got all the stuff on Ziost, I have it all in one thing. And I didn't have to carry it around And I don't know. And I kept anything that I thought I want want to put on another tune or or not another tune or another, um, in another slot, like stuff I liked, but otherwise, rather than just trashing it completely, I just deleted it. I don't know. I thought that was a weird way to do it, but that's what I did. I don't know. Thoughts? Yeah. Again, this is just, you know, I mean, when it comes to the
1: adaptable gear that, that you can, you know, move between, you know, your, your main and your companions and all this stuff and and i I like changing up the way I look occasionally, so I like keeping all the adaptable sets and, and you know I me mean, I'm a completist anyway, so um
0: yeah, it's just there's not enough room you know i um, I like keeping them, but I don't have enough room anymore my main like on my assassin i have i have no storage space whatsoever in my cargo bay or in my or in my legacy exactly i have no, Lex- no, no, I have no
1: problem you know just you know release more storage and we we can buy it i mean like Instead of just having, I mean, we can we already have multiple um, legacy storage and multiple storage things because we got one with each of our toons. Allow us to put multiple mm-hmm. ones in our um, in our strongholds
0: and have them count as separate. You know what I mean? We also just need more than, or just need more than five bays. Exactly. In 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 legacy storage, like give me another five, ten bays. You know what I mean? And then. And like another five in my in my uh, cargo hold, and I'll probably be fine. Yeah, you know I have some tunes that don't have anything in there, or I have tunes I just use to buy you know cartel stuff, and I store cartel things on them. But for the most part, I don't have any room on tunes I've been playing for more than a couple of years. I don't have any room whatsoever. Yeah, so that's why I did what I did on those first two characters was because I liked the look they had. I kind of dug the new look, but I just didn't want to have to try to find a place to put that stuff. So I just deleted it. But I have the look, so I can kind of go back to it, sort of. You know, you know and th- this
1: is going back to, you know, I think at heart I may be an in, in RPer and I just haven't given it a shot. Because, oh, look at you. <laughs> because <laughs> okay, honestly, okay. I can totally see it being, I just imagine having <laughs> like a crafting room and you've got your your, your pre-frab droids in there. And you could have your, the uh, you know, the things where you can pull. Materials out of you know like you know, item modifications. Yeah, stuff like that, and and then have a like a you know like a geologist table, and in there it's where you keep all your archaeological stuff and your your rocks, mm-hmm. and also, and then have a, like a bot.
0: You know, I I'm totally RPing out here. And, yeah, you are. And what I think is interesting is you're you're kind of taking what a lot of MMOs have done and taking it a step further a lot of like everquest 2 for example when you wanted to craft something that was archaeology you had to go to an archaeology station right but what you're saying is just keep everything that's archaeology in an archaeology bunker yeah exactly <laughs> i
1: mean like just have a like you know you have a, a you know a cargo bay that a cargo hold that you put in your in your stronghold ever, you know just design something that looks like a a botanist table, you know, like a scientist table, right? Yeah. And or a, a biologist table, and then you put that in in the room or whatever. But it counts as storage, you know what I mean? And so you yeah, can I'm put good. all your biochem mats in there and bioanalysis mats in there, and, and uh, that's just no, that'd be cool. Yeah, it's just me because I always try to keep all my mats separated in order, anyways.
0: And it's just it's taking up too much room. I just I do too, and I usually try to dedicate bays to certain things. And but when you run out of room, what do you do? You know, and like and like breaking down a bay into into uses would be interesting. I think um, I think you're onto something, but again, that's asking them to change more. <laughs> yeah,
1: it just and what I think it does though is it, it it offers a way to add more things to. I mean, nobody you don't have to buy them. I mean, it's just it gives an opportunity there for people to build stuff
0: or add stuff to the economy. Totally I'm with you um all right, man, so anything else on three point two you want to talk about before we get to the back half of it that just came out today I feel like I feel like next week we'll talk about you know the may the fourth content we'll talk about you know the daily area and we'll talk about you know the mini pad and and all that kind of stuff but uh anything else you want to talk about that stood out to you that you dug or no'm I'm, I'm good with the, with everything so far. Well me too. Alright man, so let's get out of SWOTOR. Uh it's a big is a big week in Star Wars The Old Republic. It's gonna be a, kind of a big week in Star Wars too. Um but I don't think we'll go too too long here. So again, if you are into SWOTOR and you are still listening, we should probably do this in the front of the show, but whatever. Um we have our SWOTOR referral friend links uh in the show notes and on our website. Uh so here we go. Star Wars section. Ready? I am always ready for Star Wars. And today is May the Fourth, so it was very fitting that we start that we talk Star Wars, man. Um, which is why we had to record today, I
1: think. Yeah. Plus, it didn't help that you know Star Wars was did, dumping a
0: whole bunch of knowledge on us today. So, yeah, a bunch of stuff came out. So, what we're gonna do this week? We are going to skip our usual comics section and just talk basically everything that kind of came out today. Yeah, we're just gonna talk Star Wars, except and we'll put off we'll put off comic talk. Um, for yeah, next time. just so. a,
1: a little little teaser for next week. We're going to be talking, you know, comics next week. Uh, this last Saturday was Free Comic Book Day, so we will be talking to uh, all the stuff we picked up for that. And cool. uh,
0: and I, yeah, and I and I did I did really well at Free Comic Book Day. I actually made it down there, and we'll, we can talk about it more next week. But um, once I read some of them, I and my, it, What was really cool about my local shop was I got down there right before they closed. The kids got their stuff, I got my stuff, because I had somebody put it aside for me, and I was stoked I got a, pretty much one of everything. But they also had their back stock on sale for a buck each. <laughs> cool. And so I just picked up, like, a lot of comics. So we'll, we'll talk more about all yeah, that. And just a, just a little teaser is, uh, you know, for those of you that have
1: been listening, I'm going to Phoenix Comic Con in a few weeks. Gosh, it's a, only a few weeks away. That's blowing me away. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I made contact with... Uh, Somebody I'd met online, and uh, it has to do with the comics industry, and uh, I've set up my first uh,
0: on-site interview, so uh, I'll tease who that is next week. Look at you, teasing our audience. <laughs> All right, man. <laughs> so let's, let's get into this. So first thing, we kind of talked about in the front of the show, Lords of the Sith um, is out. If you haven't picked it up yet, definitely check it out on Audible. Uh, Jonathan Davis reads it. Uh, oh, man and like like will said that opening se- that opening section will will draw you in. Uh it is basically Vader in his suit <laughs> being like and you get to know what it's like to be in his suit. His meditation chamber from that, and fr- all that stuff. Yeah, and and from that description it's just it goes from there. Uh the characters are great. You really get to see the Emperor Invader doing their thing, and it is—it's, for lack of a better word, is bad. Okay, well, since since so, you
1: finished it, and I and I barely started it. Is it the uh, the buddy cop uh,
0: comedy that I uh, envisioned last week? You you were close, man. It is—it it could not be further from a buddy cop. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but they do work together, and man, the you get like a nice insight into the, who the Emperor is too. Um, not who he is. We all know who he is. But, like, what he kind of thinks of Vader and how he's kind of still... How he strings him along a little bit. And, and it's really interesting. It's hard to explain. It's not it's not straight manipulation because it's, it's more like Vader is realizing things through the Emperor. And the Emperor kind of seems to know everything right. already. And Vader's like, oh, that's why. It, oh, it right. almost sounds <laughs> like...
1: Uh, the way that it's it's revealing in and of itself is very similar to the Darth
0: Plagueis story. Exactly. Yeah, and it's it's really damn good, dude. You 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 got to check it out before I next will. Week. Okay, but but please tell me, even though it isn't
1: a buddy cop comedy, please tell me somebody said I'm getting too old for this Sith. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, uh, but since we're teasing our audience, we do have our first. Uh, we have some guests that are coming on our show in the next uh, week or so. Awesome. I'm not going to say who it is yet, but it is it is one of my favorite uh, SWOTOR podcasts. No, SWOTOR, excuse me. One of my favorite Star Wars podcasts. And they're coming on. Uh, we'll hopefully get, get a hold of them and sit them down next week. So uh, we might do a show before that, and we'll talk about it once everything gets solidified. But uh, we'll do like a little standalone interview show with... Uh, Two of my favorite people from um, Star Wars community, so that's gonna be fun. So I'm excited. I'm looking forward to that. All right, man. So let's let's get into. Why don't you go ahead and take it away, man? We got some good stuff that just came out. Yeah, today. there's there's four
1: quick stories that uh, well th- that have come out in the last couple days. Um, the first one I'll touch on is um, Josh Trank, who had uh, uh, been set to do the second of the anthology films, has been fired. Um, because he is I guess having major issues with his reboot of Fantastic Four of missing deadlines and arguing with producers and whatnot and and just Disney doesn't want to deal with that stuff, so uh he has been let go, and um it looks like uh uh um producer simon kimberg and, and Hutch Parker had to step in to help pull the film together is what it says on the Hollywood reporter um so so we'll see. Who is going to take their place? I don't know if they've actually named anybody yet, but uh, we'll keep you guys updated on that. So Josh Trank is out, and somebody else will be in, obviously. Um, but then the big stuff they hit today was a lot of character uh,
0: reveal. So the first big. Well, before we before we get to that before we get to that real quick, I'm interested. Uh, I didn't I didn't hear. I was gone all weekend. I didn't even mention this what I did over the week off. But I my my dad has season tickets to the Warriors. Golden State Warriors and he got me a ticket to the playoff game yesterday. Nice. So I was kind of off the grid yesterday when a lot of this stuff came and the game was awesome. I was gone all day, got back late, had to work today and and one of my buddies at work was like, Did you hear the guy that was directing some Star Wars thing got you know, got let go. I was like, What? I have no idea. And I didn't because I didn't had I had no idea this was happening. Um and I and I find it interesting that he's having issues with Fantastic Four. Um there's been a lot of uh, what is the best word? Scuttlebutt. Um, uh, yeah, there's been some issues around this iteration of fantastic Four, anyway. Um, and I, and I think that's interesting and, and, and having Disney kind of say, well, I, I don't want to deal with that. Like let's find something. Exactly. Else. I mean, they've got a, they've got a whole stable of people that
1: they can pick from. So do we have any, we have no ideas yet though. Huh? And as of yet, there is no director. It looks like a Kathleen Kennedy is searching, uh, for, for someone as we speak. Um, what about me? Uh, I think you'd what be perfect. About me? Except for, you know, you have no experience in film production whatsoever. And they don't know who and I am. And they don't know who you are. Interesting. Okay, uh, good Of course, I, I bet you, you know, 99 out of 100 people couldn't pick Josh Trank out of a lineup. So, um, no offense, Josh, but, we, you exactly. know, we'll see. But anyways, uh, well, while I was looking this up, it uh, looks like <laughs> in the last 10 hours, big news has dropped. And as far as I can trace it back... The rap.com is citing uh, insider sources that it is officially set that the second anthology film will be Boba Fett's origin story. Oh, now, nice. now we already know <laughs> his basic origin story is that he's you know the, the unaltered clone of, of Django Jango Fett, and you know he, he grew up into the armor. Um, there is some theorizing on on the site so far that it's either going to take place between Revenge of the Sith and Empire um, before he goes into the Sarlacc pit. Or it's uh, going to be taking up place after that, and uh, um, before we get cool. to the events of, uh, of uh, Battlefront. But uh, I don't know. We'll, we shall see. Uh, we, we shall see where we get from this. But it looks like it's they're they're naming in unnamed officials right now. But
0: but we'll see where it goes. Well, and what's interesting about that is that that has been something that the community is saying like it was going that if they're going to do a spin-off movie, it's going to be an origin story of Han Solo or Boba Fett. I, I don't know if that's what everybody wanted or if they just, you know, I I'm wondering how much the public wanting a Boba Fett origin story is influenced the decision to actually go True. forward with it. I I I mentioned I, this, yeah, I, I think as
1: long as they don't focus on his childhood the actual origin story. Oh, no, I don't want to see that. But either. if they were to focus Ooh. on his life as a bounty, like an actual bounty hunter, um, then exactly. you can bring in so many already popular characters like IG-88 and uh, Dangar and, mm-hmm. and, you know, uh, Bosk and all the other, you know, uh, bounty hunters that we see in in, uh, in Empire and Jedi, but uh, also yeah. there's already a wealth of information in the... The uh, the legends uh, story of tales from the Maasai'sley Cantina
0: and tales of the bounty hunter. There's yeah. all these different stories that they can pull from, and I'm wondering if they're going to continue with the Bosk stuff because we see Bosk in the Rebel stuff as well. He actually, uh, him and Ezra. There's a kid story chapter book about oh, really and interesting. Ezra. So yeah, so I'm wondering if that's going to continue. It's really actually pretty damn good. I read it to my. That's one of the ones I picked up at Comic Con last year. Um and had uh and and had Pablo Dago sign. Did I have him sign that one too? Maybe. Uh but anyway, uh it was really cool. So I'm wondering if that'll continue. I think he might be onto something. We shall see, but that's a mm-hmm. that's some more news to drop today. Um
1: but the, the main stuff that dropped today was the uh mostly character reveals. So um the first big one to drop I and mean, a lot of this was coming out through the uh the Vanity Fair cover article that I'm sure we'll we'll talk a little bit more next week. Um, with Andy Leibovitz's photo shoot and whatnot, mm-hmm. um, but you know most of the cast had already been you know discussed. But the other big people that we hadn't discussed yet were Adam Driver, and it's been officially confirmed that he's going to be playing Kylo Ren. Nice. So he's as we as we all assumed. we all assumed, <laughs> um, but it's been official. And on in the Vanity Fair shoot, it does show Leibovitz taking some pictures of Adam Driver in the snow and everything. So it looks very cool. Um, yeah, and then uh, Academy Award winner Lupita Nyong'o is. Uh, Going to be playing a stop motion uh, character, so um, you know, in the the vein of, I'm guessing somebody like Gollum or oh, interesting. So like a, um, yeah, like a, like, yeah, like a Gollum. Yeah, basically, exactly. Yeah, you know, uh, and her character is going to be called Maz Kanata, hmm. so that should be interesting. Um, yeah, so she'll be playing a motion capture. Not sorry, not not stop motion. A motion capture character named Maz Kanata, um, and she is a pirate with no allegiances to so either the Resistance, which is the new name for the Rebel Alliance,
0: or the First Order, which is the new Empire. Right, and that's a couple, of, this is actually is a good moment to kind of talk about a couple of these things really quick. Remember we were speculating in our other podcast right after the trailer came out, oh, that looks like a different symbol right. uh, for the Empire. We know they're called the First Order. Um, very, you know, Nazi-ish, in my opinion. Yes. Um, and then we also have the Resistance, yep. which is what the Rebellion is, yep. right? Yep. And one of the speculations is out there, and I love this idea. Remember we kind of honed in on that shiny Stormtrooper? Yeah, the Cro- the Chrome Trooper. The Chrome Trooper? Um, people are saying, what if that's Gwendo- Gwendolyn Christie? It, that's actually the last piece of uh, casting information.
1: It is, it is confirmed that it is Gwendolyn Christie. Who is... Uh, what? I'm reading this
0: thing right here and it says she's yet unnamed. I'm out of the loop. No, this
1: Continue. is actually something from... Uh, uh, I got this from comicbook.com. It you
0: says... i opening the uh, link. I
1: will say... It, it's in the, the show notes. I will say, Gwendolyn Christie has been revealed as the actor beneath the chrome Stormtrooper armor in Star Wars The Force Awakens. Christie, who is best known for her role as the imposing and awesome Brienne of Tarth in Game of Thrones, will play <sighs> Captain Phasma, a Stormtrooper nice. officer in the First Order. This is really, this is really awesome. Yep, so that is confirmed, and it is actually uh, confirmed through the official uh, um, Episode 7 Twitter handle, at Episode 7,
0: it says, uh, also, Vanity Fair introduces Gwendolyn Christie as Captain Phasma. I'm, I'm so happy. (laughs) I'm excited. And, and, and look, I'm, like I said, I was out of the loop for a couple of days, I didn't you're basically just telling me this news right now and I, I feel like I'm behind, but I knew we'd catch up and you had my back and I'm excited to know that that's that's a thing. Yeah, so, so, yeah. so we've gotten uh we've gotten two villains after. revealed she's today. Be awesome.
1: Yeah, we've got so we've gotten two villains well we're assuming villains with the the we don't know, maybe she's uh you know, an insurgent or something, but uh well and the pirate, you never know. Yeah, exactly. So we've got one neutral, it seems like, and two
0: villains that have been released today. So, and and my question, kind of, with this is um, with Gwendolyn Christie: is this the first confirmed female stormtrooper in the in canon? That is a. V- There's never very been a female stormtrooper, not that I can think of. No, I mean in the EU, sure, but in in, in actual uh, canon,
1: no, not that I can think
0: in of. In canon, not only that, an officer. Exactly, a captain at that. And this kind of goes back to what Kathleen Kennedy was saying about strong female how roles. Strong female roles are coming. Yep, I'm I'm excited. Awesome. Well, I'm I'm super pumped. Is there anything else you want to say about this, or are we just going to see how it plays out? I mean, I don't even understand what's happening. I'm very happy. Well,
1: uh, I, I will just say that uh, I just looked at, at Gwendolyn Christie's Twitter feed, at uh, I love Gwendolyn. And uh, eighteen hours ago, she posted, "May the Fourth be with you." And then, in big, huge, bold <laughs> letters, it says, "It feels so good to say that."
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so, awesome! So, welcome to I, the Star Wars I really love her character. I don't know if you watch Game of Thrones. I read, I read the books, and you know, we're up, up to the newest season. We haven't started the the fifth season yet, but. Oh man, I really like her character a lot. And and if she can bring what she brings to Brianna Tarth, uh, to this stormtrooper's gonna be badass, dude.
1: Very cool. <laughs> it's
0: really gonna be I'm cool. excited. And to answer your question,
1: I'm actually, you know, for all the television shows I watch, I'm behind on Game of Thrones. I'm I'm only partially through season
0: one, so. Oh yeah, there's plenty to watch, dude. I'm I'm actually trying to get my hands on the uh latest season on how much longer I can wait. So <laughs>
1: All right, so, so that's it for, for the, the basic news that I had. Yeah,
0: so why don't you uh, you take All right. over? All right, well, let's uh, let's just continue Star Wars for just a little bit. We have Star Wars Rebels, which is now streaming on StarWars.com, mm-hmm. right? Um, and we can put a link to that. If you have not watched Rebels yet, I don't even know why you haven't started. But please watch the show. It's phenomenal. As I said, I watch it with my kids. I love it. The season two trailer, once you're done with season one, watch the season two trailer, it'll, I don't even know if I can wait. It'll, it'll blow so your mind. Some people have already seen it, right, since, you know, they, they showed it, they showed the first two episodes um, at Star Wars Celebration. So there's a chunk of the community that's already seen it. And I don't know if I had seen it, if I could contain myself, like, and wait until the, the series started. So I'm kind of glad I didn't see it. Right, me too. But at the same time, I I'm really looking forward to season two. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed season one, and,
1: and just to kind of give credit where it's credit as due, we got this information from Rebels Report, who are a great source of information on on all things Rebels. Yeah, I, I I really I still haven't quite gotten into the Clone Wars yet, but I I bit hard on Rebels from
0: the first episode. Yeah. I really really enjoyed it, uh, and I'm still trying to catch up on Clone Wars too. I fell off of it um, in the beginning, and then I. I, I need to go back. I really enjoy it when I watch it. I just have a thousand things I'm trying to watch. So I'm trying to make it happen before we go too deep into I, w- I want to see it before the movies, and I want to be all the way caught up on canon before the movies start again. So well, that's my goal. That
1: actually t- takes us into the next, uh, the, I believe, the last bit <laughs> of our Star Wars uh, news here is We already know that a whole bunch of canon is going to hit shelves September 4th with mm-hmm. the whole Journey to the Force Awakens 20 books of Star Wars stuff. It's all coming out on September 4th, but we also found out that with a midnight release on September 4th is all of The Force Awakens merchandise. So uh, be prepared to uh, be outside your Toys R Us, your Walmarts, your Targets,
0: your, you know, everywhere, ordering online. It's going to be a madhouse. Save your money now. I mean, there's going to be... If you're a Star Wars fan, all this stuff is hitting at the same time. We're talking books. We're talking merch. I mean... Everything from T shirts to action figures to whatever else, right? I mean what the hell? It's gonna be a license to print money at that point. Well, I mean by basically then do you has think been we would have for seen years. the next trailer. Um Well sure, but do you think I mean think about the hype. Is it I mean, we're already getting we've got some cast announcements. Are we gonna see the full, first full blown trailer before this? Yeah, well we actually have, have to assume. Yeah, we haven't
1: seen a trailer yet. We've seen two teasers. Um, so, But that's what I mean yeah, I So before think September 4th I would—I honestly would not doubt um, If one of two things One, we'll either get a full blown trailer At either D23 Or San Diego Comic Con most, D- most likely D23 Because it is after Comic Con It's in August um, right. So I would say that Or they're just going to do a media blitz On September 4th and that's when the trailer's going to come out too
0: Well, I can already go ahead and say That on September 5th or late September 4th, we're going to have a crazy show. Yeah, we are. <laughs> All right, man. So, so yeah, I believe that's it for Star Wars. Do we have Star anything Wars. else for Star Wars? I mean, we... Yeah, that's it for Star damn. Wars. I just... I'm really excited about these casting announcements, man. Um, do you, Do we have any idea yet? Who has not... Has anybody not been... Have, do we, Is there anybody we don't know yet? Um,
1: not that I can think of. I mean, not any... ...major roles that we already know that
0: have been established. I mean, we're still kind of... Right, we still don't know the last name of some characters and stuff like that, right? I mean, nothing like that's come out.
1: Yeah, actually, I will say that in one of the articles I was reading about Lupita Nyong'o's... ...there is rumors that the pirate, played by Lupita Nyong'o... ...is somehow in possession of uh, Luke's lightsaber.
0: So we will see what
1: that means. I don't know what that means.
0: All right, man, well, let's get out of Star Wars, get into pop culture... And get out of here, because we're going to have a couple other shows coming early next week, too. So, let's uh, let's roll. Ah!
1: What the hell is going on? It's Cheryl. She's in the cockpit. I think she's trying to kill us all. Oh, good. <laughs> for a second
0: there, I thought I drank too much.
1: Alright, uh, for pop culture. Um, obviously, the pop culture tsunami of this week is uh, The Avengers and we'll get to that in just a minute but there are there are a couple other other little things I do want to mention um you know last week we talked about the Jared Leto release of the first still photo of his uh, image of the Joker um well this week they did the mm-hmm. first full uh, cast photo of the Suicide Squad um without Jared Leto actually but it had uh you know you got to see uh Will Smith and what and everyone else in and, it and it looked pretty darn cool um you, Harley Quinn, yeah, you know I, I told you I was a little afraid of what Harley Quinn would look like, and Harley Quinn looks great and uh she looks spot on dude <laughs> she does, and I mean she's being played by um Margo Robbie, who uh, if you don't know, she played the blonde um in uh Wolf of Wall Street, so she she definitely right. definitely has some acting chops, and I just love the the image on her face it's very play like but oh, yeah. still I could you know. Rip out your intestines, which is very exactly. Harley Quinn. I didn't.
0: Re- I didn't realize Will Smith was playing Deadshot for some Will reason. Will Smith is playing Deadshot. Yeah, it's it's wow. very exciting. Uh, That's cool. Yeah. So okay. uh,
1: so I'm I'm excited for this. And I just love the whole look. He's beefed up a little bit. He actually reminds me of a lot of when he played uh, Ali. So yeah, you know, he's yeah he looks yeah, big. The last few movies he's done is he's been a lot thinner. In you know, mm-hmm. say After Earth or you know, yeah, uh I, Robot and. And, and the like, um, but
0: he's definitely buffed up a bit for this role, and he's got a shaved he head sick. with beer and everything. Very cool. I like the outfit a lot, too. I like the eyepiece. The eyepiece is sick. The gun looks sick, yeah, too. Yeah, the gun's
1: almost as big as he is.
0: Yeah, it's so awesome. <laughs> but again...
1: <laughs> wow, that's cool, man. Yeah, but yeah. again, my, my eyes just keep going back to Margot Robbie as as uh, as Harley, so... I, I'm actually this. Yeah, I was really, really upset with the uh, the whole Jared Leto picture, but this one's pulling me back in. I'm back in. I'm buying mm-hmm. in onto DC again, and and we shall see how Suicide Squad ends up. But this, uh, this is a good uh, good way for it to start out.
0: I agree, and I I, I like this shot. Uh, I'm excited to see see what's going to happen here. I really am, and and I'm a big Harley Quinn fan. It looks like they they visually look like they nailed it. Um, from what I understand, from from I think she's going to pull it off. I think it's going to be sick. I'm excited,
1: yeah, and actually, I just looked at another image that they released of uh, on set, and uh, it shows uh, Will Smith in like street clothes.
0: Yeah, I see it uh, with the, the leather <laughs>
1: coat and the, the the cross and the big old belt buckle and the hat, I'm like Isn't that's that? sick. So anyway, so so there's that, and then the uh, the other bit of information we have, you know, if uh, if you didn't know, uh, in in support of Avengers coming out, Scarlett Johansson hosted Saturday Night Live. And they did. Uh-huh, it. They did a spot on hilarious video of um, you know, because you know the whole the whole thing is is you know, she's a big part of the Avengers, but for some reason Marvel won't do a, a female led superhero movie. Of course, until right. we get to to Miss Marvel, but um, it is a Black Widow rom com. That they make and it's all saying Marvel gets girls and and everything and it's a rom com where Black Widow played by Scarlett Johansson is uh in a romantic comedy with Ultron and all oh. this uh, it's just it's really really funny uh, I have a, a link in the show notes so if you haven't watched it check it out it is hilarious yeah I'll have to watch this after That's it's a called, the, right, the, the that it's called the name of the that movie that they, that they that they they're making is Black Widow the Age of Me.
0: Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> I got to see. Yeah, that. so and cool. it's
1: just hilarious cuz Scarlett Johansson just sells it. Um cool. so that's funny. We'll get to Avengers in a minute, but I just do want to, to uh remind everybody that uh I am uh, focusing on more blogs now and they are written and they will come out this week. Actually starting tomorrow, I'm going to put out my second binge blog of the uh the TV shows that I'm watching and if you have any suggestions for shows that I should be watching, uh, just hit me up on Twitter. I am Will Griggs, hashtag binge blog. Um And then on Wednesday, um, which is probably when this will go up, I will be releasing this week's top ten, which is my top ten favorite documentaries. And I've come up with my list for next week, which will be sci-fi fantasy shows from my childhood. Um, oh, oh, oh. you got to put Neverending Story, bro. Never shows, story. not movies. Damn. So this is going to be like ALF. And... Sequest, mm. deep, deep space, uh, DSV, and and all those. So you know, it'll be interesting if you have suggestions for other top tens you'd like me to do. Uh, hit me up at I at I am Will Griggs uh, hashtag weekly top ten. And then, have you watched the Neverending
0: Story recently? Uh, I did not know. Um, I feel like I should see it again and see if it holds up. I'm sorry, that's a side note. It's okay. And
1: then it. on Thursday, I'll be releasing my first in the series of culture of pop. And this one is, uh, and I actually end up writing uh, a mean a major paper on this. So I'll be breaking it down over the, over the course of four weeks, and it's a uh, my uh, discussion on religion in the Matrix universe. So part one of that is going to come out on Thursday. And if you have any ideas that you'd like me to delve into on the more culture side of pop, uh, just again hit me up at I am Will Griggs. Uh, hashtag culture of pop Sweet. That's it And I know it's a little bit of a plug there But I want to be more interactive with our listeners So please get at me Plugs are good And uh, Listeners are good It is And uh, now let's get to the uh, the big event of the week uh, right, We man. both went and saw it on Friday And uh, Oh crap Yeah I think I had to change my pants when I came home So Oh crap It was <laughs> what, what Literally Yeah <laughs> I, I went and saw it earlier in the day You went and saw it for date night What did I text you when I came out of the theater?
0: All kinds of things that I don't even know, dude. It was like, oh my god, oh my god, something like, crap. I cracked my pants. I don't it know. was, but it was so good. <laughs> it was good. I loved it. There, I have, I have almost zero. I have like pretty much zero issues with the movie. The one piece of news along with it is apparently it, it didn't. It was what second of all time. Yeah, it didn't. Yeah, First it weekend. didn't break
1: two hundred million. I think it. It ended up at 188 or 19189 or something like that, uh, compared to the I think it was 207 that the first one made. But I read an article about this on uh, box of mojo dot com that talked about it. It's like you know it it everyone was expecting it to to surpass it, but the thing is you got to remember it was the first time that all these characters were coming together the last time, so right. you know it was it's kind of hard to to match
0: that hype. Also, there was some things working against it. Um, like I said, I was there's there was playoff basketball, yep. right? I was I actually went to the game on on Sunday. There was that going on all weekend. There was also that crazy boxing match that was so overhyped that you know thirty million people people paid a hundred dollars for to watch on Saturday night. I pretty much think boxing is the most boring thing in the world to watch, and from what I hear, the match was boring. So whatever. Um, but the point was, is that was a big weekend for sports. Okay, I, I, w- I will say really quick if
1: you if you haven't watched it yet, go onto Google and search for it or whatever. But look for um, Floyd May- Mayweather's punch out, and it's a s- <laughs> and it's a little spoof of what the the fight was actually like between uh, little little tiny Pacquiao and and Floyd Mayweather in the vein of Mike Tyson's punch out, which is a really funny video. Yeah. I just
0: and I and I, I don't know if that's for sure why, but that had to take some people away from going... To the, it's like, okay, this fight, oh, everybody's having parties for the fight. one, everybody was going to the movie Saturday night. Friday night, sure. Saturday night, they had the fight, and then there was playoffs all weekend. So, I mean... I think that could have been a factor in people that may would have been dragged one way or another. Like, hey, do you want to go to the movies with me and see this movie? I'm not really into Avengers. Oh, it's gonna be good. Okay, I'll check it out. Or I'm having a fight movie. I'm having a fight party. You yeah, know what I mean? and so, you had the NFL draft going on as well. Exactly. So, you know, um, but either way, 180 something million is nothing to balk at, and it was only second to itself. Exactly. So I think it's I, it's not a failure. Yes. So what <laughs> what did you think uh, this this movie got right? Oh, man. Which, I by mean, the way, if, you have, have not, if really... you have not
1: seen it yet, you might want to skip ahead the next few minutes because I'm sure details might slip out.
0: Yeah, we'll go ahead and say... I'm going to put a spoiler tag in the show notes. This this will be a spoiler section, so we will... Basically, we'll be have our outro after this. Thanks for joining us. If you don't want to hear anything about the Avengers, uh, we will see you next week. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, all right, man. So, what did they get right? What they really got right, in my opinion, was... I hate to say it the the dialogue the the jokes the everything was right on there was for me there was all the little jabs at Hawkeye there was the you know what i mean like in my opinion like i'm as a writer i really like good writing obviously this was not going to go forward with terrible writing right but for me like the little banter between um between the characters and the like one of my favorite moments was Hawkeye talking to Black um, to Scarlet Witch, and he's just like, "Look, they're out there doing this, um, and I'm in here with a bow and arrow, yes. you know, something, you know what I mean?" And it's just like stuff but like it's that. My job. I, I really, it's my job. I'm doing this thing. I've got a freaking bow and arrow. There's a god. There's a god out there. A Hulk. You know, all these people with super abilities. I'm just trying to get home to my wife and kids. You walk out, you're an Avenger. If not. You can stay in here and 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 wait and see what happens, you know what i mean like i I really feel like the relationships were really shown really well through the dialogue, and it was it was really quite phenomenal yeah opinion.
1: they you, you you totally uh touched on my two things that I think you got most right one is its its uh basis in humanity um mm-hmm. shown in 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 three aspects, and one is the Relationship between Natasha and Bruce, um, that, that whole hilarious. relationship. The, the you know you had the whole will they or won't they thing, the whole the whole thing. But you, and you knew it was going to be that they will eventually get together. But it's just that whole no one can talk the Hulk down exactly,
0: <laughs> except for a Black Widow. I thought it was really yeah, cool. and
1: I loved that. The second uh, mm-hmm. thing that, that illustrated the humanity was again Hawkeye. Uh, he's you know mm-hmm. the the one non superhuman trained. I mean, even, even Tasha has gone through a superhuman type of training situation, which I kind of touched on in her backstory. But right. um, I absolutely have a secret crush on Linda Cardellini, so I am so glad <laughs> that uh, I don't care that she's played Velma. <laughs> right. <laughs> but right. I love her from Grandma's Boy, and I love her from uh, Boy Meets World, and I love her from, oh, yeah. uh, you know... Uh, Madmen. So I forgot
0: about Boy Meets World. Oh yeah, she was the she was the girl that he cheated on Topanga with. That was the ski lodge. That's right. I remember, dude. I remember now. exactly. So So
1: I love you, Linda Carlini and I'm glad that Hawkeye Mm -hmm. uh, has made an honest woman out of you. And so that's great. But I'm sure she's listening. Absolutely. You know, because we have so (laughs) many celebrity listeners. But the, uh, the the third part, and ironically to, to say that it brings out the humanity, was the, the dialogue and the the interactions between Ultron and, and Vision, um, which I just loved. And Paul Bettany... Yeah, that was really well done. Paul Bettany was a revelation as Vision, but dude, if James Spader doesn't at least get consideration for Best Supporting Actor, um, at least at the Golden Globes, because to pull that off in basically just motion capture and... Uh, and just his voice, which has become iconic, um, oh yeah, it, he he was phenomenal in this movie,
0: so good. he was so, so good. good and
1: then the, the second uh, second thing that it touched on was you, you said the line that that uh, Hawkeye said was, uh, "If you come out there, you're an avenger." Because for those that the only six in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, or have only seen the first Avengers, you think okay, these these six people are the are the Avengers. That's who it is, and that's who it always will be. But for for those of us that get into the comics and know the the expanded Marvel universe, um, there are well over a hundred people or a hundred entities that have been uh, part of uh, uh, the Avengers. And right. actually, the Vision is one of the Vision is one of the longest running members of the Avengers. So, again, like, this is spoilers, but once you get to the end of the movie and you Mm -hmm. see the new lineup of who the Avengers are going forward, it's really exciting.
0: Yeah, and we knew, kind of going into this, too, like, you know, the guys who've been around for a while, especially, you know, Iron Man and and Stark, um, uh, what's his real name in real life? Uh, Robert Downey Jr. Downey Jr. I mean, he's only going to do this for so long. Right, you can't keep bringing Stark back, but I love that Falcon was there. Yep, right at the end. I loved. I, I actually really liked the Scarlet Witch a lot. I really, I really dug her character. Elizabeth Olsen, she was really fantastic. Well. I thought she did great. And and going back to the humanity thing really quick, and, and I know we're kind of jumping around, but I don't know where we were going with this. Uh, this is free free for all here. Um, but what I going back to humanity thing. Uh, Hawkeye, I was. I was really angry at some point during the movie. And and they did a really good job of messing with me, okay? Because they end up at the farm, the home, you know, they have to lay low, they end up at the farm and find out, okay, it's it's Hawkeye's family, okay? And I love they had a family. I love that they kept it hidden, right? And I I really like that aspect of it. I like the husband and wife uh thing there, you know, it's like he's going off to work, you know, and I thought that was kind of cool. Uh, what I was really upset about is towards the end. I wasn't upset about it, but when they mess with me a little bit, is you have that moment where you think it's gonna be Hawkeye. Because leading up to this movie, right, there was all this which Avenger is going to die, Right? right, and 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 a lot of people were kind of speculating one of them has to go. In the trailer, they were saying not all of us are gonna make it out of this, right. So I kind of started spinning. I was like, well, I think it's either gonna be Black Widow or Hawkeye going through going in, going into this right? right in my opinion it's because they're not gods <laughs> they don't have suits they don't have any of this stuff right? right and but once the relationship started going with hulk and 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 black widow i was like well i don't think it's going to be her and then there's that moment right where you think it's going to be hawkeye he goes back to save the kid right? right and i'm like if they kill hawkeye now and he's got a wife and kids i'm thinking of my family I was, I was really worked up, you know, for a moment there. I, I was sad who ended up being, sort of, but not as much as I would have been if Hawkeye went down. Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
1: Hawkeye has definitely become the heart. And yeah. even though he's not officially part of the lineup by the end of the movie, he still is the, the heart and the humanity of the team.
0: Exactly. Yeah, and um, I don't know, what did you think of the Quicksilver?
1: I loved the character. Um, mm-hmm. I thought the actor did a phenomenal job. Um,
0: I honestly... I like the twins in general. Yeah, I like but. the
1: twins. And this is where I... This is where I'm getting really frustrated with the fact that Sony, Fox, and Marvel can't get their act together to get everything under one roof. Because... Because you wanted
0: the other guy back. What other guy? The guy from... I thought you were going to say you wanted the dude that played Quicksilver. Oh, in Days the, of uh, Future Past? You know, he did a great Days job, Future too. Past.
1: But just the fact that we have two different people playing him is kind of odd. But mm-hmm. just because, um... You know, because they've been on both squads, you know, Avengers and the X Men. Um, right. But if you follow the the the, the comics, um, you find out later on. I, I don't know if it's retcon or not, but that the twins' father is actually Magneto. Oh, interesting. Okay. So.
0: Well, didn't they kind of hint at that in Days of Future Past? They thing? did,
1: but they they can in that because they have the rights to Magneto. So uh-huh. I don't know how if they can touch on that or if they're just going to keep Scarlet Witch an orphan. Um, mm-hmm. one thing, if you, what I, what I really do like about Marvel, as opposed to what Fox and Sony does, is Marvel goes deep into their catalog, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, we've already seen that with, you know, Guardians of the Galaxy pulling out really lesser known heroes and, uh, and that we're going forward with Ant-Man considering Ant-Man is actually one of the founders of the Avengers back in the day. And in the comics, he's actually the creator of Ultron. He's the one who created Ultron. Right. right. But one of the things that I like is in the 80s, you actually find out that Scarlet Witch and Vision Mary.
0: Right. I heard about yeah, that. Yeah, and have I, a couple of kids. I'm not as kids. familiar, but yeah. Right.
1: So, you know, and honestly, they don't even need to pull it into this storyline. I mean, it's it's kind of like the whole deal with uh, Star Wars canon and Legends right now. They can pick and choose what they pull from the comics. Indeed. But they can give a nod to it and like what they do when Vision flies out of nowhere and saves the Scarlet Witch from the bus. Yep. And, you know, it's a nod to those of us that know they have a relationship in the comics. And it's just kind of nice that Marvel does those little tips of
0: the hat to the fan base. For sure. And uh, so just before I forget, one of my favorite parts, I mean, I'm glad that um, I like the little mind game thing, you know, with Scarlet Witch kind of going around and messing with everybody. Um, and, and it made sense as a plot device, obviously, to get the Hulk to wreak havoc on the city and, and, you know, Stark having to pull that badass piece of armor out of the sky. Yeah, the Hulk, out of, from, I mean, the Hulkbuster. The Hulkbuster armor. Oh my God. I, that was one of my favorite scenes in the movie, like, name Ver- you know, with the, good name like, Veronica. Yeah. Go to sleep, go to sleep, go to sleep. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> You know? And then I, and this is a very subtle thing, but. Hulk Buster armor means okay, so Hulk's gonna do this thing, the armor is going to react to that thing because I, I'm I'm designed to fight the Hulk. So I thought it was cool. There was one moment where the Hulk goes for you know, goes to punch him and he stops with his hand and then the armor goes over his arm. Yep. Right? I just thought that was really cool. It was like one of those little subtle things like, Okay, even your punch, I've 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 you know, I have a contingency plan for that Punch, I thought that was... Yeah, well, if you remember uh, earlier in the the movie, before
1: they built Ultron, they were talking about it, they were talking about the codename Veronica, and that Bruce actually Mm -hmm. helped Tony Stark build it. Oh, that's awesome. So... Which is really cool. He's like, okay, I'm going to do this, so build... So, this is how you counter me. Exactly. So, (laughs) I mean, it just shows how how they are great together as a team.
0: They are. At least in the lab. I don't know. (laughs) I really wanted to... Before we sat here... Yeah, in the lab, for sure... I really wanted to, and they had a good relationship in the first movie, though too. Yeah, I like that. I like that. You know, Stark's always kind of poking at. Him. Yeah, and he's like, you know, let him out, let him out. Let's see what happens. Let him out. You know, uh, I thought that was it. Was cool. it was so a great way was... of making Bruce not afraid of the of, of himself exactly. Um, I, I really wanted to see this movie one more time before we talked about it, but not, we're talking about it. Um, I this is the kind of movie I will see at least three times in the theater. Um. There was so much going on. I really loved the opening sequence. It was just, way, just to hit the ground running. I don't know. I just thought. It, I just overall, it was it was amazing. Uh, any other? Where else do you want to go with
1: this? Hey, I'm actually, you know, not talking about the film, but the film going experience. I will say that actually, uh, I went and saw this at a Galaxy uh, Galaxy Theater, and it was my first D box experience. So I Ooh, saw it in motion thing. seats. So um, a very interesting experience. There's very mm-hmm. limited, you know, kinds of movies that I would go see this in. Um, I would actually probably go see it more likely in a Fast and the Furious movie where it's more about racing, where you're actually in yeah. a seat, because some of it didn't sync up in this in this respect. Um, I guess that makes but sense. But it was definitely an experience. But the problem is, is there's so many quick cuts in this. Not mm-hmm. not as much as a Michael Bay film, but uh, definitely a lot of quick cuts. And when you're head is constantly rattling because you're in a moving chair, it's hard to focus. Mm-hmm. And so I will definitely go see it again, not in the D-Box format, um, just so I can get more of a focus on, especially the first opening scene when they go
0: uh, go into the, uh, the, the twins' home country. Oh, it was so good. I love that opening scene. And um, I'm with you. I actually, uh, mostly it was because of the time it was offered, but also I'm kind of sick of 3D movies. Um, mostly because I mean I wear glasses. I don't like putting glasses over my glasses, you know, when I go with my wife, I don't want to like have to look over and we got these stupid glasses on. Um and no movie has really like blown me out of the water three D wise, you know. So I elected to I elected to see it two D. Um and it was wonderful. I loved yeah,
1: it. Yeah, w- it it would be different if I if I wore contacts, but I hate mm-hmm. sticking things in my eyes. So I, I just wear glasses. Um now granted Uh, If you ever go see Disney 3D movies, they actually do make their 3D glasses oversized to fit over uh, glasses. So I don't know since Marvel's owned by Disney now if Marvel does the same. Um, So it is something to look into. I I think I I will be with you. I think I will go see it three times in the theater. And I think one of them will be a 2D and then another one will be a 3D. uh, Just so I can get it in all three different experiences. Um, But there were certain aspects of this movie that I totally saw... Would lend itself to 3D,
0: yeah, and I and I probably will see it 3D. I'll probably go by myself and see it once, and then I'll maybe see if we can, I you know, someone else will go with me, or maybe I'll take the wife again and see it in 2D again. I, I just really overall, it's right up there with right up there with the the first Avengers movie. And uh, for me, the Winter, Sol- the Winter Soldier, which has been yeah. one of my favorite movies to date. Yeah,
1: I will um, actually say that Winter Soldier has been my favorite of the Marvel Universe so far. Um, for sure. Uh, even above the first Avengers. And this one is, is actually better than the first Avengers, and it is right up there with Winter Soldier. I actually put I, it, I'll put it I, right on par. I think the story itself yeah, I think of Winter right. Soldier was better, mm-hmm. but... What I loved is them pulling in all of the different Avengers in here. You had... And they juggled those stories really, really well. Exactly. They really did. You had, you had, uh, you know, Falcon pulled in. You had the twins pulled in. You had Vision pulled in. Uh, you had... Uh, uh, and then War Machine. War Machine, take you, was pulled in um, with Rody Which I love that he showed up. I love Don Cheadle. Don Cheadle's awesome. <laughs> I love that guy. Um and what I love, and again, this is going back to the to the comics, but uh, War Machine actually becomes Iron Patriot, but he's mm-hmm. also uh, Iron Man at some point. He takes over the Iron Man right. suit, and just recently, I believe, it was in the last year or so, um, uh, Sam uh, takes over. He stops being Falcon, and he actually takes over being Captain America from Steve Rogers. Yeah, I heard about that. I heard about when that, Steve actually. Rogers retires.
0: Yeah. So totally, yeah.
1: So it is. It's what I like about Marvel is Marvel plays the long game, and you know mm. if you've been listening to our podcast corner, I, I keep touting Rachel Miles explain the X Men, but that's something they keep talking about. Uh, Claremont, who who was in charge of X Men for so long, is that he can start hinting at a storyline that doesn't get developed for almost a decade, and right. that is something that Marvel is doing phenomenally well, and this will go to the the uh, the. The post movie scene. Granted, they kept saying they weren't, weren't going to have a post credit scene, but we all knew they were going to have a mid credit scene. Oh, they had something, and they did. <laughs> and uh, you know, again, this is spoilers, and we've said it many times. But um, if you're still listening now, you're exactly. In, so um, but you know, they've been teasing Thanos since the beginning, and mm-hmm. Thanos actually put on the gauntlet. Um, oh my god! So. You know to it, You know they've they've talked about how you know they've talked about the uh, um, the the cube, and then they had the the ether, and mm-hmm. now they've got the the mind stone, and all these things. These are all infinity stones, and they've they've explained that, especially uh, by uh, the collector in uh, in Guardians of the Galaxy, right? Um, and his line is basically fine. I'll do it myself, exactly, because <laughs> there are, I believe, six uh, six stones. That go in the Infinity right. Gauntlet, and the, the gauntlet that Thanos puts on is empty of the stone. So he's going to start doing it. And for those of you that, that follow what Marvel's going to be doing, um, Avengers 3 and 4 coming up are in the Infinity War. Which right. So this is setting up something that's not going to happen for another, what, four or five years? Something like that. I yep. mean, we still have the Civil War to get. And this is actually cool. Is the, this week they actually started filming the new Captain America Civil War. Nice. And you could start seeing the basis of that, because the Civil War is basically a battle that's between factions headed up by Captain America and, and Iron Man. And right. you could totally start to see the tension build between Stark and, and Rogers. And so it's totally starting to And up.
0: you can see that in that scene when they're at the woods a little bit, yeah. too. They're having that conversation. They're like, you know, and at some point, which I thought was just badass, Captain America just tears the wood in half <laughs> and then going back to that, going back to the dialogue thing, he's like, you know, don't take from my pile when he walks away. When Iron, man, you know, Stark walks away, and it's like his pile is like a quarter the size of, of Rogers of uh, of Rogers, which is so cool. exactly. So, so that's why I love is that they they play the long game. So I'm I'm excited to see everything going forward, man. I really really enjoyed this movie. I'm gonna see it again. Um, there's nothing else. That I can think of that I absolutely have to talk about tonight. Oh. But if you haven't... One thing oh, I totally forgot about the movie,
1: again, talking about the long game, is where did they go in Africa? They went to... Oh, right. They went to Wakanda, yep. which is the, That's right. the home nation of Mr. Black Panther himself. Exactly. So uh, we can look forward to Black Panther being
0: introduced sometime soon. And that movie is coming out in a couple years, right? Yeah, I want to right? say
1: 2019?
0: Something like that. Okay. Either nineteen or twenty. It's
1: coming up soon. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I'm I'm excited. So again,
0: they're playing the long game. I'm excited, man. And this, these movies, I mean, every one they put out has been exceeding the one before so far. Uh, you know, since Winter Soldier, I've liked each one a little bit more. Um, and I, I really enjoyed this film. Uh, I, I'm going to go see it again, maybe we'll talk about it again briefly next week if anything else jumped out at us, but we skipped a few things this week, including our podcast Corner, and uh, some stuff I want to talk about with Comic-Con, but we have plenty of time for Comic-Con, so, you know, we're running long because of all these other things, uh, big spoiler tour week, um, but man, Marvel's really doing it. I'm, I After seeing that picture with the Suicide Squad, I'm kind of pumped about that. I wasn't all that impressed. We talked about the, the Superman trailer, but um, we'll we'll see what DC is gonna come up with, but right now Marvel, It's in Marvel and Disney's court, man, yep. I mean with Star Wars on with Star Wars on the near horizon, they're gonna be hard to beat.
1: <laughs> yeah, they're they're setting the bar high. So
0: oh, I forgot my favorite line from the movie, my <laughs> my total favorite line from the movie. He saw <laughs> when War Machine and Iron Man are flying through the air, and he goes, "I'll hold your own." <laughs> I still dig... And he goes, you had
1: to make it weird. Yeah, you had to make it weird. <laughs> uh, I still, I still dig the like. Captain America line,
0: you know, you die, walk it off. Walk it off. Yeah, that's sick. There was some great lines in there, man. I'm sure we could do this all night, but I think we should close this out. Um, if you have any reactions to... The, listeners. If you have any reactions to the movie, send them in. Maybe we'll talk about them next week. Um, send us an email. Uh, let us know. We'd love to talk about your ideas or what you want to see, what you're excited about in the Marvel Universe and all that. And and we'll, we'll we'll read your email on the show. We actually will do that if you send us a damn email. Oh, am I getting angry again? Yeah, and don't forget your challenge, dear listeners, <laughs> of uh, getting the five oh, yes. uh, five reviews on our iTunes. Five reviews. Maybe we'll do something. I don't know. Just get us a review. Yep. Star or two. Yep. All right, we'll move on. We'll move on. I'll stop being angry. <laughs> all right. Do the outro, my friend. All right. Alright, so thanks again for tuning into the usual podcast. As we said, we welcome all feedback. So if you have comments or questions or want to read the blogs discussed on the show, you can find us at theusualpodcast.com. Email us at theusualpodcast at gmail.com. Find us on Facebook, Google Plus, Pinterest, Instagram, and Sotor Network. I'm at Darth Pops on Twitter. And Will is I am Will Griggs. We're on iTunes and Stitch Radio. So, as we said like eight times, leave us a positive rating or a negative reading, rating. Give us a rating. We challenged you. We have challenged you to give us a rating. Challenge accepted. Um, <laughs> exactly. And we, of course, uh, our sponsors com slash usual podcast. Get a free audiobook, 30 day free trial. And you can uh, be a patron, slash the usual podcast. Give us a buck or two a show. Let us know what you like. And maybe we might change some stuff. We're okay with change. My friend, big show. Big show. I think we're done. Yeah, we didn't plan on it being this long, but uh, darn you, Star Wars, for releasing so much information today. Exactly, and Avengers for being so damn good. I know, right? (laughs) All right, man, so I guess we're done, huh?
1: All right, everybody, see you next week.
0: All right, we will see you again next week.